this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 58 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And you can find show notes and everything for this podcast at sophielawson.com and the podcast is also recorded on video on YouTube, which you can find at youtube.com slash sophielawson. And these podcasts are random topics, so I don't know what they are when I start them. And so last week, I just wanted to do a little bit of follow-up to last week. Because last week's podcast was about, (laughs) was about, a boot. I like the way Canadians say a boot. Last week's podcast was about social media and how you don't need social media. And I mentioned a podcast on there which I put in last week's show notes, but just in case you didn't see the show notes, the podcast is called Secrets of the Most Productive People, and the episode was called How Can We Disconnect and Manage Digital Distraction? It's a really good episode where they're talking about how, this bloke's on there talking about how you don't need social media, so I definitely recommend listening to that, and I'll put another link in this week's episode in the show notes but on these podcasts what I do is I've got a little bag and little Dennis who's asleep at the minute he basically pulls out a random topic and then I have three rules which are no editing you've got 15 minutes to talk about it and no changing the topic and that's the three rules so I think let's just get straight into it and I've got a little timer there, so that's where... <laughs> but Dennis is now going into the bag, and he's going to pull out a random topic. And we'll have to see what it is. If you've got a topic that you'd like me to talk about, or question or anything, you can send a message to sophielawson.com slash contact, and I'll get, try and get it on the show, but you can also leave a message in the comments. Dennis has picked the topic, and if he lets me have it, Dennis can go now. It's a, it is a pink one, and I think I saw the word SVS. So this week's topic is no, it's not. This week's topic is about sacrifice. <laughs> so fifteen minutes. This this is really weird, but these topics. They keep relating to things that are really on my mind. So the the topic is talk about sacrifice. And basically you can go anywhere with that. So what I'm going to talk about is because recently I've started really thinking about... Because at the moment I do two little part-time jobs... What I'm, going to do, what I'm going to do on this one, I'm going to talk about sacrifice in terms of... I'm just put Dennis in the bowl. <laughs> I liked it when that happened. I'm going to talk about sacrifice and how it's related to drawing, like art, and sort of pursuing pursuing a passion, I suppose. But also sprinkling in like the transition thing. So what I've... I've got these two day jobs. One of the day jobs covers my bills and the other one, I'm really only doing it 
to pay for my transition. So to pay for like laser removal on my face, train journeys to the gender clinic and stuff like that. But what I've started thinking is sacrificing one of these jobs and I've actually thought, would I be willing to sacrifice like my transition? Seems a bit weird because I've pretty much already transitioned, but would I be willing to sacrifice paying for laser? Because the thing, the thing is, I want to, hmm, I want to go all in on my drawing, but I also, I also want the balance. But one of these day jobs is, if I, if I'm being honest, it's slightly in a negative environment, so. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I've started thinking, can I get, can I get rid of that day job and then sacrifice a lot of things for, for my art really. So what I'd, what I would be sacrificing, I've already sacrificed so much. I've sacrificed video games. I've sacrificed watching TV because there are, there is stuff on TV that I would like to watch like Formula One. I love Formula One. Something I love is you can sacrifice things without sacrificing them fully. So, so like with Formula One, I, I used to be obsessed with it and I would watch every single session that was on the TV. But why, when I started drawing, my weekends were so much... When you're watching Formula One or something like that, so much of the weekend is geared around Formula One. Like trying to do other stuff, it's... It has to fit in around the Formula One. So I decided that I wanted my art to be the priority and everything else to fit in around that. So I basically stopped watching Formula One live and it was a it happened over about four years. It was a very gradual process. What I did at first was I because I used to watch practice sessions, qualifying and the race, which was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I first started by not watching Fridays. I would still watch qualifying and race. I did that for a little bit, and then I start. I stopped watching qualifying. And then what happens is, it's it's really good because when you're obsessed with something like that, you think you can never stop watching it. But when you when you stop watching like the Friday practice, and you get so much time, it frees up so much time. You start realizing I don't actually even need it. And all you've got to do is, well, with Formula One, it's amazing. On on the YouTube channel with Formula One, they show the highlights of all the sessions now. So it worked out really well in that I was able to stop watching the sessions, which were like two hours each, and I could just I can still watch the main bits of it, but in like five minute videos. So I'm still watching it, but I'm not basing my life around it. And I gradually did that until I got to the whole weekend where I could. I could stop watching the whole weekend. And it's another one of these things that I've talked about before, where when you sacrifice one thing like that, which you think, because I always thought there's no way I could stop watching Formula One. And then when you do that and you realise you can, you start looking at everything and, and and thinking, what else can I sacrifice? And that's when you start thinking like video games and stuff. Video games has been very up and down with me, but Formula One and TV, that's... I've managed to sacrifice that and it, it, I've kept it. 
But I think you do have, when you're sacrificing something, you have to, well, well, this is what I think. The only way you can sacrifice something is if the thing you're sacrificing it for is more powerful. So, like, if you love and and obsessed with video games, you have to make the art even more, like, an obsession. And even more, you have to become even more obsessed with it. Which... Because if you can do that, it's much because e- it's much easier than to let go of other things. So I'm now thinking. It's it's a crazy thought and it scares me and it excites me at the same time. So this what I did was I had to take another day job, a second part time job, in order to pay for all this laser and stuff. But I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I'm thinking, can I let that go? Because the thing with this transition is, it is a distraction, and I, I, well, I was going to say I know it will pass and it will end, but maybe I've reached a point, maybe I've reached a point where I'm content with how I am, and oh, this is funny, because I did an episode a few weeks ago about my hair, how I haven't fully accepted my hair, so I started thinking, if I stop having the laser hair removal like over a couple of months little bits of hair would start to form on my face and I would have to I would have to accept that I've done it before like when I'm when I when I have to go to a session to have laser um electrolysis where she like zaps each individual hair you have to go a few days without shaving anything so I'm going to work for those couple of days with little bits of hair everywhere. And the thing is, it doesn't bother me because I'm thinking, like, if if anyone judged me with that, it wouldn't bother me because I know I've only got that hair because I've, I've got to do that to go to this, to get it removed. But I'm thinking, if I made my focus, <laughs> if I knew that I was doing it for my art, if I was sacrificing it for my art... If anybody judged me on my face, my facial hair, I'd I'd be able to be like I'm 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 alright with that because I'm doing it for my art. And then if I could do that with that, I feel like I would then be able to do it with my hair. So, and it's also I'm going to look at it as an experiment. What I'm going to do is, this is the plan at the moment. I'm going to save up a bunch of money, and then quit one of my one of my part-time jobs the other job will be able to pay for all my bills but it's just going to be like it's just going to make it so it's going to be a situation where I won't be able to buy pretty much anything else and I have to be really strict and disciplined on this even like buying art tools I would have to think about it this is why I want to build up a little bit of a, a buffer of money which would pay for my art tools and like my SVS Learn subscription and stuff. And as long as I plan it, I think I can do it. And I was thinking about this earlier. It's it's like you would be... It's really weird. You would be... Because you would have less money. You would be really tight on money. You feel like you would be... Compromised. But I actually felt like you'd actually be free. Because the amount of time that you're going to gain from not doing that other job it feels like it would 
somehow, somehow I feel like it'd be freedom. I'm really excited to do it, but I'm scared because I know I'm going to do it. And I've, I've been here before with other things. In 2014, I quit a job that I had had for 12 years. And exactly the same feeling, it was, they offered us voluntary redundancy. And I knew I was going to do it, but I was terrified. And when I started thinking last night, because what happened last night, something happened at work. And I thought to myself, I I don't really want, well, I just thought I can't, can't be bothered with it, really. <laughs> it's, it's very silly, but I'm always, I always, I'm a nice person, so I just was nice. But I, in my head, something clicked and I said, I'm out. <laughs> I've pretty much decided I'm going. So now I'm, it's a case of, am I going to go and get another part-time job? Or am I going to find a way to have one part-time job but yeah because I started you, you start when you think about stuff like this you think about everything and you start thinking sometimes sometimes I do because yeah all over the place but sometimes I do think before I found out life was so simple it was so simple because all you did was you woke up you went to work because you weren't doing any of this spiritual stuff or anything you could fill your face with sweets sit in front of the tv and you were so you were ignorant to it and it, in a weird way it was bliss <laughs> but i had this thing where i was in denial about being transgender so it's quite complicated but because i even start thinking like sometimes i do resent this transition because it has so distracted my art but then I know it's made me a much better person, so yeah, it's it's a really complicated one, that. But yeah, you, I do start thinking like how, because the minute when you start looking into all this stuff and, and you start becoming aware of things, the more you become aware of things, the harder it gets. <laughs> Which it's it's a bit weird because you would think it'd go the other way. You would think as you become aware of issues, you'd be able to resolve them, and move on but what happens is you become aware of them so now whereas before like an example is eating like sweets or something before you could just eat these sweets and you would just eat them and enjoy them you wouldn't eat them and think these sweets are bad for me whereas now you can't eat a sweet because you eat the sweet and you think this sweet is bad for me so i even start wondering is it better to be aware of is it better to be ignorant sometimes but that's a little bit of a side thing but in terms of like sacrifice I've said it so many times you really have to sacrifice I look back at 2013 I go back to that year a lot because that's the year where that year is is quite a powerful year to me 2013 into 2014 it's one of those it's another one of those things that when you do something it doesn't matter what happens after it because you know you've done that it gives you confidence because you know you've done you know you've done something quite hard before. You know you can do it again. So for that year, I focused like I've never I've never focused like that before. And I focused on pencil drawing, and my pencil drawings went from like it just they advanced so much in that one year. In that one year, my pencils advanced more than the five years after because I was so focused. But I was only able to be focused because I sacrificed everything. But 
I sacrificed everything but still kept bits of it. So like I sacrificed video games, but I was still playing. No, I wasn't. I wasn't playing any video games then. I I sacrificed anime. I was watching one anime a day, so it was like twenty five minutes of anime a day, and I was able to. I was as I was watching the anime, I was pausing it and sketching. So I brought it together. Whereas I didn't fully get rid of anime, but before before drawing, I was watching like twenty episodes of anime a day and stuff. Again, it's it is all about balance. This, but you have I think you have to sacrifice in order to make progress in anything. But it's a case of working out what should you be sacrificing and what shouldn't you. So. I- if I can, if I can do if I can sacrifice one of these part time jobs, it would be incredible, but it would only work if I have that focus again. And I, I, in a weird way, I feel like everything's sort of coming together. <laughs> it's really weird. I could talk about something which sounds it would sound crazy, but I only took this second job because the universe told me to take it, and I kept resisting it, saying I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But in my automatic writing, it kept saying, take that job. So I took it and it's been the best thing and the worst thing. But I've learned so much through this job. It's been a challenging job for so many reasons. But I've learned so much and I feel like it's got me to a place now where I'm going to be able to focus. (laughs) But I'm going to have to sacrifice. I'm going to have to sacrifice. Mm. I'm going to have to sacrifice to make it. But again, I've been thinking about this. You got to risk it <laughs> for a biscuit. That's basically fifteen minutes. That went quite quick. I th- I feel like I I rambled all over the place. But there's something in there that I'm I'm trying to work out. It's I know that you need sacrifice. Yeah, and I'm re- I'm ready to sacrifice a lot of things. You need sacrifice and f- focus. But I think if you sacrifice things, this is what I'm saying, if if I get rid of that other job, I'm going to be putting myself, my back against the wall. Like, But I feel like that's what you need sometimes. You, you need, you need to be under intense pressure to get the focus, because if life is too easy, if you've got loads of money, well not loads of money, but if you've got enough money to just go and buy what you want, there's no real incentive to. It's I think um, Sean McCabe at SeanWest.com called, called it golden handcuffs. It's this thing where people are sometimes stuck in a job because they've got they've got so much money in this job. They they feel like they can't leave because if they leave, their whole life is going to have to change. But I think sometimes you have to. <laughs> oh, little Dennis, he. The gong. Mm-hmm. That's basically this week's top, top topic. It's all about sacrifice. I don't know if that was a rambly one or not. I think it was, but it's something that's on my mind actually. It's quite. I do like how these topics seem to keep relating to things. So that's basically it. I don't think there's going to be any shown any links or anything, but. You can find show notes at sophielawson.com and you can find the video at youtube.com 
slash Sophie Dawson. I'm going to have to, I'm going to put this one back in the bag because it's, it was only last night that I started thinking about doing this. This is why I think this topic come up because I need to think about it. And that's probably why I was rambling a bit because I haven't fully thought about it. But it's, it's, it's really interesting because it's a scary thing, but it's exciting to start sacrificing things. It's, it's amazing how easy it is. Once you get, once you do one thing, you start little, sacrifice something little, you kind of get a buzz for it. <laughs> and then you, you start sacrificing loads of stuff. And before you know it, it's amazing how, it's amazing how much stuff you don't need, like that you need, that you pay for. It's amazing how much stuff you don't need that you think you do. But when you get rid of it, you realise I didn't need that. And most of the time it will free up time. Because if you can... If you can shorten the amount of time that you're at the day job, you're going to gain so much more time to like, do what you really want to be doing. So that's basically it, really. I thought for this week's topic, I would take a little quote from the back of this book, which is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And I heard two different podcasts mention this book. And if I, if I hear anybody talk about a book it goes in my head and if I hear multiple people mention a book I always go and buy it unless of course I haven't got a second day job in which case I wouldn't be able to just go and buy a book this is the thing you have to start thinking it's a, it's a tricky it's a risky one but again I think it's if you can get enough money saved up see take a couple years a couple of years of saying no to a lot of things like just buying a book for instance i've got so many books on my bookshelf i don't really need to buy any more books <laughs> so maybe if i did sacrifice a lot of things in my life i could actually start reading these books instead of buying more books so there's lots of little benefits like that again it's a bit like my copic markers i was going to buy one copic marker a week because i wanted to try and collect all these copic markers and then i thought to myself I've got like about 50, maybe even about 100. I've got a, a lot of flex markers, which are like a poor man's Copic, really. <laughs> They're like cheapy versions of Copic, but they work. And my drawing of characters isn't isn't like amazing at the minute. So it doesn't really matter that if I'm using Copics. So I, I thought, well, I can save £4 a week by not buying a Copic and instead using my flex markers and then that'll probably I've got enough flex mark flex markers there to last me for like probably easily a year or something and again I, I've got to start using the things I'm buying otherwise what is the point in buying them <laughs> it's funny but this book is one of the books I want to read and I've got loads of these books I like I say I'm struggling to read books so yeah, the, the goal would be quit one of these day jobs you're going to free up 15 hours well it's actually 18 hours you'd free up 18 hours a week to put some of that towards reading which would be nice but the quote goes to Stephen Pressfield and it is creative work is a gift to the world and every being in it don't cheat us of your contribution Give us what you've got. 
Stephen Pressfield.